Uh, sitting in front of me, I have two gentlemen from two different companies. Can you both explain who you are and what you do? Definitely. So thanks, first of all, for having us. No uh, problem. So I'm here today uh, with Kevin from Frenergo. My name is, uh, is Frizo, head of growth uh, from Sentinels. Welcome. Uh, thank you very much. Amsterdam-based uh, transaction monitoring uh, provider. So we help financial institutions um, yeah, monitor their transactional mm -hmm. behavior of their customers um, just to make sure that they comply with uh, anti-money laundering regulations. And Kevin here is, uh, is part of Venergo. Um, yeah, great to be here, uh, Elliot. And what a wonderful occasion to see everybody face-to-face -face in <laughs> Money 2020. It makes a big change for all of us back to some degree of normality. I'm Kevin from Venergo, part of the team that brought Sentinels into our business. We're Dublin, Ireland headquartered uh, financial crime technology company, global client base, and really excited to have our new colleagues from an Amsterdam-based company with us today. Indeed. So, yeah, we had a, we had a great boat trip yesterday, actually. So uh, it's, it's, it's great to, um, to introduce uh, Fenergo and team to the Amsterdam, uh, the Amsterdam canals. And so have you noticed anything that's like caught your eye in the financial or payments news lately? Yeah, I think uh, probably stating the obvious one, but but uh, <laughs> the recent news around Apple, uh, Apple really turning into a fintech company almost, right? With um, with some recent developments on, first of all, tap tap to pay function, right? Um, where they're gonna yeah provide merchants with the ability to just use their iPhones as a as a as a point of sale terminal, which is which is very interesting. I think 90% of the retailers in the US is is, is using Apple Pay already, so that's gonna be having a major impact right on, on, on payments there and then also the the more recent uh, <laughs> announcement on uh, on buy now pay later yep, which indeed. has been of course massively uh, um, you know a, a focus area over the past years uh, a lot of investments going into that so I'm very curious to see how that plays out as, as you know that will have a big impact on on, on competition uh, on, the, on, the, on the US market so yeah I think um, yeah super curious to see how that will play out over the next uh, over the next year I think we are we are going to see more of that. We're going to see the big deep-pocketed firms invest their way into fin into fintech. It clearly does some challenging headwinds economically in front of all of us, right? There's a lot of positivity yep. and momentum here at Money 2020, but there is an expectation, I guess, we are going to see more consolidation in the market. I mean, a few months ago, uh, Visa acquired Tink mm -hmm. and uh, bought their way into more open banking and an enlarged customer franchise. I think we are likely to see more consolidation, not to take away from the innovation and drive that's happening, but it is going to be tougher for the new entrants to raise money. On a related note, how is fintech driving innovation? Would you say in financial services and payments? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting question, and I think it's it's one that's not easy to answer in the sense that it will be different for each region. I think overall, you know, fintech is really forcing financial institutions to invest. It's increasing competition, um, really in, yeah, increasing financial inclusion, um, and lowering banking fees. And Looking at, for example, Brazil, where a large part of the population mm -hmm. was unbanked, right? They're now having access to, to bank accounts uh, due to fintech. If you look at other regions like Indonesia, where you have companies that provide microloans, right? Yep. People that previously weren't able to get a loan. All of that is having a, a major impact on the financial industry in general. And I think that's, that's mainly driven by fintechs. And I think to add to what Frizo said, the younger cohort of, of customers. So when we all started college many <laughs> years ago, we opened a bank account on our first day at university. Yep. That is not the way of of um, the younger generation, right? So they are just fintech savvy from day one. And those trends and innovations that are sweeping the globe are in, in developing countries for sure, but it's um, on a global basis, you can see how fintech is going to uh, disrupt how banks have traditionally operated. Yeah, yeah and, and, and just the way we access data, right? It, it's it's just everybody's <laughs> moving to online payments and, and, and yes. all of that data is extremely valuable. And, and seeing these fintechs turn that into different companies, different niches, I think that's, that's an amazing trend. 
Yeah, I guess that, that would be the, the key to sort of uh, gaining your market share would be focusing on a niche, a niche in uh, w- whether it's like payments or banking. And it's really interesting wandering around Money 2020, right? So there's big boots from big, well-known players, right. but lots of tiny boots with uh, which are clearly startup businesses. And there's lots and lots of innovation. And as Frisa said, it's all about data. Mm-hmm. So if you can wrap your arms around that data and provide something of value to a consumer, whether that's a lower price banking product or a financial inclusive service that they were historically prevented from accessing, it all, it's all predicated on how you can um, manage that data and derive value from it. And, and I think that's also very closely related to w- where the acquisition of, of Sentinels by Fenergo makes a lot of sense, right? Because what, what Fenergo does is they focus on onboarding, on, on really capturing mm-hmm. all that client information and providing risk insights. And, and what Sentinels does is the continuous monitoring. So we look at the behavior. So actually what we're now doing is we're building one platform where we really leverage all of that data that is captured mm-hmm. and making sure that financial institutions break through those data silos. So for us, it's a, it's a very important topic and I think it, it aligns very much with what we also see happening in the market. Right. And of course, all of those fintechs have to comply with law and regulation, right, to keep us all safe and to protect financing and terrorism and, and financial crime in general. So what we're doing with um, Sentinels is providing all of those fintechs with a platform to solve all of those problems so that they can comply with law and regulation but succeed in the markets that they operate in. What would you say are like the biggest opportunities uh, in the market today for Fenergo? So I think biggest opportunity for Fenergo is helping those fintechs scale from being a single jurisdiction, single product okay. business and grow internationally, right? And when those businesses grow internationally, they encounter the same challenges that the banks historically had to deal with. How do I onboard and deal with regulatory complexity of multiple customers, multiple jurisdictions, and handle the implications of multiple licenses and different laws mm-hmm. and regs in different countries, right? So it's a, it's a challenging problem to solve and Fenergo helps all those fintechs solve that problem so they can swiftly and efficiently onboard their customers whether that's in you know one of 50 countries and comply with 50 countries worth of law and regulation simultaneously. The sort of the market for a product that or an offering that reduces complexity is super it's key. And if you're talking to the fintechs whether small or large they are ruthlessly focused on efficiency, especially now that maybe the economic headwinds are there, so they're looking to control their costs, and how do you do that? You do that through automation and the application of technology, right, to problems that erstwhile involved humans. They're all competing with each other, they're all competing sometimes on the basis of thin margins, so we help them on the compliance side to comply with the laws and regs and at the same time um, manage their cost base. If you look at some of the um, some of the examples that I also uh, referred to earlier, but for example, the micro loans, right? Mm-hmm. Providing access uh, to to loans for people that they can start a business, uh, all of that has a has a major impact on society. Um, and so there's there's many ways that that this is having a, a great impact on 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 mankind and and on how people have access to 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 yeah just financial uh, financial data and, and, and financial markets. So how can uh, Sentinels and uh, Fenergo combine support FIs to meet the challenges they have today? So I think on the Fenergo side, right, if you think of any business, any fintech or bank represented here at Money 2020, the first thing they do is how do they attract their, their own clients and customers to their business? So we help right. them with that problem. How do you onboard your customers? How do, you, how do you get them into your business quickly, efficiently, through a digital t- channel, a mobile channel, an online channel, or whatever? And we help those fintechs solve that problem and stay compliant. Then the next challenge is monitoring the risk of those customers as they transact over time. And that's where Sentinels comes into the picture. Yeah, exactly. And, and we're really bringing together that, that client data that you've gathered, expected behavior, and we then compare that to actual behavior. 
and that is also where you can really you know turn compliance into into something where you properly start to understand your customer and and that is beneficial not only to the compliance team but it's it's beneficial to the entire company right because that's where it starts if you want to if you want to serve your customers and if you want to provide value added services right that, that's where you need to understand what their behavior is and, and all of that um, uh, together with Fenero and, and Sentinel we really bring that together and this is modern technology so just like the fintechs represented here it's all mm -hmm. cloud technology very easy to switch on and from a, just an IT challenge point of view, which is something that every fintech has to wrestle with, regardless of what it is they're trying to achieve, we just make it easy to switch on those compliance services in the cloud. Right. Cloud native technology, I, I, I take 100% cloud okay. native technology. <laughs> okay, good. That's an important distinction, uh, <laughs> distinction to make. Uh, do you, do you find any uh, pushback uh, since you're a cloud-native uh, technology provider? It's really interesting because Fenergo has been in existence for more than a decade, and if you were to ask that question even five years ago, you certainly would have got pushback in more countries. I think what's mm -hmm. happened post-COVID is the world is just very quickly moving online, and firms had to adopt a, let's say, remote working and, and cloud, tech, mm -hmm. cloud service model just to survive. And that has rapidly changed things for us. So we don't see the pushback. It still is in certain jurisdictions. There okay. isn't the, the appropriate infrastructure in place, though the platform providers are busy closing those gaps. So some pushback, but greatly diminished to what we would have seen two or three years ago. I can imagine, because the digital imperative is, if it wasn't clear before uh, 2019 or 2020 when COVID started, it is, it's a must now. Uh, faster, bigger, faster. And it delivers a competitive advantage to those who adopt cloud faster. So these, some of these fintechs have grown and scaled in an incredibly short space of time because they have none of the legacy technology issues that the banks have, have had to face. I love to ask people like who is influencing them or has influenced them in their uh, their sort of careers. So. I guess the people I've learned most from in my past life, right, have been people who started and grew their own business, right, and, you know, not um, business leaders that will be world famous, but just people I worked with who started up companies and worked mm -hmm. through all the hurdles of getting a company off the ground and all of the things that you need to cut through to be successful, whether that's how you organize yourself, how you're disciplined, but it's those people that I worked with, especially in the early stages of my career, who taught me what it was like to be disciplined and, and more organized than it would be naturally, let's say. Right? <laughs> and that's been very helpful for me in just thinking about how I have become the person I am in the job I am in today. Very good. Yeah, and for me, I, I think it's a bit similar, right? So I, I started my career more in, more in the corporate setting. Great learnings, really, really <laughs> looked up to the people that I work with, but, but now working with entrepreneurs uh, closely, you know, uh, really uh, working with people with a vision, that, that's really inspiring. And I think that's also what, what really triggers me on, 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 you know, the Sentinels journey this far. And, and mm -hmm. now looking at Fenergo that, that acquired Sentinels, where still very much the founding team is involved in, in leading the company, a big vision. I think what we are really looking forward to with Sentinels being part of our company as well is just the diversity that the guys bring. So again, very up, something we are seeing in Money 2020, lots of folk from all around the world, lots of cultural diversity, and it's a, one of the things that's important to Fenergo as well as we build our business is to become a even more diverse and global business. What's an interview question or a question you take on a talk or like on stage that you wish people would ask, but they don't or they haven't? 
for me, I think personal motivation is, is also always one that, that I huh. think is interesting because, um, okay. you know, w within our companies, everybody uh, that, that, that joins Sentinel or Fenergo, everybody has their own reason why they're doing mm -hmm. it. And of course, we have a general vision as a company, what we want to do and we want to solve, you know, the issue of financial crime. But I think the personal reasons are, are always interesting to, to find out. And I think that's that's one <laughs> of the questions that, that is always, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a fair point, Trizo, yeah. right? We, we, we all get asked the regular professional questions about your product and your company and right. why you're better and smarter and faster, right? But, well, for me, I like working in a company and in, a, in an industry that's ultimately about positivity in society, right? Okay. So especially what we do in both Fenergo and Sentinels, rooting out criminal actors out of the financial system, right? It's a challenge and it's a drain on society globally, uh, illicit money, right? So I think all of us in this business ultimately get some sense of satisfaction mm -hmm. from being part of the cause for good. Yeah, and, and for me, I think it's it's about learning, right? So you need to be uncomfortable at all times <laughs> in the sense that that means that you're learning, learning mm -hmm. new things. And, and yeah, just looking at the journey that we've had with Sentinels over the past uh, three years, uh, it's been... Uh, a constant, uh, constant uncomfort, right? But but th that resulted in, in so much learnings. And and with this new uh, chapter where Fenergo is, is joining up with with Sentinels again, great people to work with, to learn from. And and for me, that is one of the key things that I find important when you know looking for a job.